This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. For gadget news and reviews, click to yourtechreport.com. Welcome back to Your Tech Report. On Twitter, it's at yourtechreport, facebook.com slash yourtechreport. Of course, our email address is yourtechreport.com. Now, Mark, we all have things that are special to us, that are near and dear to our hearts. Even though we embrace all technology, we have things that, that are important to each of us. Now, for me, it's drones. But I think if, if I'm with drones, your thing would be home automation. Am I right here? Is it fair to say your, dro- my, your home automation is equal to my drone love, correct? Mitchell, you know, I don't hide the fact that I'm, I'm big into home automation, home security. So uh, when someone recommended that I take a look at this product, I, I absolutely did. Scout Alarm is basically a smart alarm system. It raised more than uh, $474,000 in pre-orders. It did an independent crowdfunding campaign back in 2013. So rather than me regurgitate information about this company, we reached out to Scout Alarm. And on the line with us now is Dan Roberts, CEO. Dan, welcome. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Dan, tell me, tell me the story about Scout before we really get into the product. Because before, you know, Kickstarter, Indiegogo, and all these crowdfunding campaigns were getting really, really popular, you guys did this on your own and did it so successfully. How did you, how did you come up with that idea? Yeah, so a couple things kind of came together all at once. Um, you know, we were working out of an incubator here in Chicago and uh, experimenting with some sensing technologies. So, you know, a lot of powerful things have become available to the maker and tinkerers of the world so we were prototyping with those and um at the same time i'm living in chicago and in a high rise with a doorman and moved into an up-and-coming area uh, for a single family home and really wanted home security i started looking around and you know all the usual suspects uh adt and um you know monotronics all these folks and i uh, just really wasn't excited about what i saw technology wise yeah. and also you know, I moved or rented for long enough that I didn't know that I was going to be in a house for, for three or five years. So those two worlds kind of came together and we said, hey, you know, we really could push the boundary on not only sensing technology, but also, you know, just the user experience, um, bring home security into the, into the modern era. Well, and, you, and you've definitely done that with Scout. So, so tell me, what does Scout do that sets it apart from everybody else? Because I know everybody's used to the traditional alarm system that's connected via, you know, some kind of copper line over to a central, and, and there's no real interactivity, really. You just turn your alarm, you turn, your, you know, turn it on, turn it off. Scout is completely different in, in many ways, shape, and form, but also holds true to the original concept of home security. True. Yeah, I think there's a couple things that we do uh, different. We we certainly have a focus on design, so our user experience is front and center. So everything from you know the purchase process, which is completely customizable, uh, to the installation, which is all DIY and done on your phone, through to the day-to-day use, where we have um, you know, integrated with a number of, of connected home technologies. Um, it just creates this curated user experience that I think is severely lacking in uh, home security. So, you know, we try to make it more modern. Uh, we certainly tried to make it affordable. You know, if you look at the traditional guys, you're talking about a three- or five-year contract, yeah. um, 60 70 bucks a month. So you're looking at, you know, $2,000 plus all in over the lifespan of that product. Um, we're trying to make it more affordable. Our average system is, you know, $399. 
um, and then you own it, you know, so you can take it with you from house to house, uh, completely portable and, and repurposable. Um, and that really yeah, is think- the, what well, that it really is one of the beauties of Scout is that it is it is a, for those who don't know, obviously it's it's a completely modular system. You can build the system, customize the system any way, shape, or form you want. If you have four doors in your home, if you have two doors in your home, uh, window sensors, motion sensors, et cetera, et cetera, you really can customize Scout to fit your needs. And as you said, because it is is do it yourself, you can install it and also take it down and move it to a new home without any issues whatsoever. There's no contracts you're breaking, none of that stuff, unless, of course, you want to have some kind of monitoring contract, right? Right, exactly. So one of the things... Go ahead, sorry. I was going to say the nice thing is you still have the features of a a traditional system. So we have backup battery, uh, 3G cellular backup, and we have professional monitoring um, that is optional. Uh, that, where we dispatch the police for you. So it has the flexibility of DIY with the power of, of the traditional. The setup on Scout is really amazing. I was looking at some of the, 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 the online setup and the setup with the smartphone. You really have gone uh, a, a whole new level in terms of the user interface, not only in the design of the product, but the ease in which you install and add new modules to your system is great. Um, the thing that really caught my attention when I first saw Scout was the fact that, it, as you said, it is integrated with third-party services. So you can do things a bit differently. You can add a, a, a open-close sensor to a garage door, to uh, a liquor cabinet, to a gun cabinet, and, and customize alerts based on those specific things. For example, open the front door and the lights go on using services like IFTTT. How important was it to make Scout compatible with these third-party services? I think it was absolutely crucial. Uh, yeah, that was what we were looking when you when you're looking at a lot of these companies. They lock you into you know, only the devices they produce, and um, you know we don't feel that we need to go out and, and reproduce every device in the world. There are certainly companies that are doing specific devices uh, very well, and uh, in that case, we just want to integrate with them. Only the devices that we feel, from a, a user experience or a technology point of view, need to be redesigned. Um, will we go and make that? But we're an official works with Nest partner. Uh, we're an Amazon Echo partner, so you can actually voice control your Scout. Um, we have IFTTT, as you mentioned, Philips Hue, and LifeX. And that just really gives the consumer the ability to, um, you know, use all the connected home products that they know and love in, in combination with Scout and don't have to worry about whether Scout's going to create a, a thermostat or, you know, a, a smoke detector. Now, were those external third-party services always on the roadmap, or is something that kind of happened as you were developing the product? That was always a focus for us, yeah. from uh, even, even before we launched into the market, we were talking to folks about integrations and getting beta kits out to, uh, to those folks. So I think it's just core to what we believe a 2015 you know, home security user experience should feel like. Now, you talk about 2015. If you were to look ahead at, let's say, 2020, what... Where do you see your company sitting at that point? I, I see it as a pinnacle in, in terms of the center of your smart home, really. Um, but where do yeah. you see it? Well, I think, yeah, I think that's the nice thing about home security is people understand the problem we're solving. You know, so while we allow you to layer on additional home automation um, devices and services, um, at the core of it is something you really need and people really value. So um, in 2020, I think, you know, we're going to be pushing sensing technologies. Uh, you know, we always want to make things smaller, faster, uh, all of that happy stuff. But I think, uh, you know, the industry really needs to see some new technology as it, as it pertains to sensing technologies. I'd like to see the sensors, you know, recede a little bit, uh, at least get smaller, potentially disappear. Um, 
and and just kind of blend in the background, right? And and even uh, on the server side of things and, and the automation piece, using the data that the user is generating uh, for their benefit, where we can actually uh, you know arm and disarm the system for you based on your daily activities and and really be smart about the way that uh, the security system talks to their devices around the home. Dan, we have a we have a, a an affiliate, one of the stations that carry our our show, that uh, cater to the visually impaired, and it's one of those things uh, came came to mind when I was thinking about Scout in the ways in which you can use your system for people who can't see and people have impairments, whether it be triggering audio notifications. Have you seen an uptake in those kind of markets? Yeah, I think that we are certainly thinking about. Um, you know, we hadn't specifically singled out, you know, the visually impaired. Um, we have thought about, you know, uh, senior monitoring and also sort of acute care. Um, so talking to some partners on, on that front. Um, but, yeah, I think, I think you're right. There's a couple things we can do for folks with, um, uh, you know, different conditions where we have, you know, audio capabilities. I think, uh, you know, future versions of the system will have a speaker as opposed to just a piezo. Yeah. Um, we also have, you know, the lights. So if, if you had something that was hearing impaired, you might be able to do some visual cues. Um, so, yeah, I think there's a lot of options. And, and when it comes to things like senior care, um, you know, with our sort of aging population, uh, the children of, of elderly folks would, would love to know that someone's up and moving around and, you know, they've, they've opened the refrigerator or, um, you know, they've successfully uh, armed the system for the evening. It just gives some peace of mind to folks that are um, maybe not in the same local area. Understood. If someone wanted to get up and started with Scout today, do they have to scoutalarm.com or can they get it uh, other retailers as well? I noticed on Amazon they sell some modules. Yeah. Yeah, so scoutalarm.com is probably the most um, streamlined experience for you. Um, you know, we do sell on Amazon. You'll start with a base kit there and add sensors. Uh, we'll also have some partners that are announcing here this fall uh, so very soon, um, some utility customers uh, and some some satellite TV customers will be able to uh, have access to to Scout. What 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 in in terms of the DIY element of it? How long does it take to set up an uh, you know an average system? Yeah, unless you have a ton of sensors, um, you know, it's going to be thirty minutes or less. Um, oh, really? For the for the average kit, yeah. And how how interactive are you with your user base? Do you get a lot of feedback, and do you do you you know obviously cater new features and and new elements sure. as you're developing to it? Yeah, we we get a ton of feedback from the community. Uh, we actually have a community forum uh, on our website where where folks can go you know, request features or report bugs or um, you just generally talk amongst themselves. So we get a lot of uh, feedback from that, and then you know the customer support tickets. Um, not always are actually customer support. We see people saying, "Hey, I love Scout, but could you please do this too?" <laughs> and so uh, we're trying to keep up. Everyone's got great ideas, and uh, you know we <laughs> can't build it as fast as uh, people request it. Dan, before before I let you go, I want to ask you about this this big buzzword that everybody's talking about, which is Apple's HomeKit. Is it? I mean, obviously there's so many different. I, I guess protocols or different systems that you could possibly integrate with is, is HomeKit all that everybody thinks it's going to be? You know, I think it's still TBD, honestly. Yeah. Um, while there are some HomeKit certified devices that came out, I think there's only four of them at launch. And, and part of that is I think Apple is still sort of uh, evolving what, what they anticipate HomeKit being, you know, exactly. So with each, 
uh, a new announcement around HomeKit, we get a few more details. I think the biggest thing from a hardware manufacturer standpoint is that there are, you know, hardware criteria to be uh, HomeKit compatible. So it's not just something... Um, not just a software update. You have to have physical hardware there. Yes. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Gotcha. And, and so, but it does require a hardware change if you're not already just inherently meeting the standard. Um, so I think it's still TBD. I think, you know, Apple always does interesting things. I, I don't doubt that HomeKit will be um, a successful platform and that, that Scott will eventually uh, be a part of that. But I think that um, the details have just been a little light. And uh, as that evolves and, and comes into focus, you know, we'll get a better idea on HomeKit. Dan Roberts, the CEO of Scout Alarm, I want to thank you so much for joining us. For our listeners, again, you can go to uh, scoutalarm.com. Again, you've made, you made everything, even from the ordering process, very easy. You can build your system right there online and uh, and check out. Now, in terms of the monitoring um, and support, is that something only available in the U.S. right now, or is that available in Canada as well? U.S., Canada, and the Caribbean. Oh, that's uh, awesome. There may be some, uh, some things if you're in Quebec, but um, outside of Quebec, you know, no, no sweat. We cover that. Just the language issue, I guess. Eh? <laughs> yes, yes, correct. Understood, Dan. Thank you so much for taking the time to join us. We're going to. Uh, I'm going to. I'm going to bug you to try and get some hands-on time and uh, give people some more uh, more review a bit later on. Yeah, perfect. Please do. Thanks so much for having me, Mitchell. You know, there's one place that I can think of specifically that you would use Scout Alarm for, knowing how your house is. You know, people don't te- you know don't put alarms on their gates, for example, and you have this gate before your front door. Oh, well, that's with Scout, right. because it's wireless, you can put an you know an open close on your gate, so you can get notified when someone's opening the gate before they even ring to get in. Yeah, I love that. The only downside is I know whenever we uh, have a great interview talking about home automation, and I get excited about it. I know that product will never make its way to me because you will never let it out of your grubby little mitts. That's the only downside here. Kind of like the drones, unless I come to California. But I promise you, I will get you some Scout. You know what? I actually built my Scout system. If you go to their website and you customize how many doors and stuff like that, and I have a lot, still under $1,000 for everything that I could possibly need, and you can move it from home to home without a worry of it being hardwired, which is pretty cool. So, So it's modular, but it's also incredibly simple to put together so the average Joe does not have to worry about building their own system, right? Exactly. You've been tuned in to Your Tech Report. Join us again next week for another edition. And be sure to follow Your Tech Report online. Email us, contact at yourtechreport.com. Follow us on Twitter at Your Tech Report. Like us on facebook.com slash yourtechreport. For the latest in breaking tech news and reviews, yourtechreport.com. What happens when we play outside? We become healthier, both mentally and physically. We become more creative and more focused. We connect with nature, each other, and ourselves. Let's Take This Outside, a new podcast hosted by me, Marianne Iveson, an aspiring outdoor athlete and nature lover. I speak to athletes, outdoor professionals, and scientists about their connection to nature, how it affects their performance and everyday life. Let's Take This Outside, available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts, and at letstakethisoutside.ca. I'm Connie Teeson, the host of Broadcast Dialogue, the podcast. We focus on Canada and the challenges facing Canadian radio and TV, as well as highlighting those moving the industry forward from podcasting and streaming to new broadcast tech. Check us out at broadcastdialogue.com or your favorite podcast app.